As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Farm View with Kieran O'Connor on WLR. Brought to you by GlanviaConnect.com. Hello and welcome to Farm View. Well, as usual, it's Kieran O'Connor here with your weekly farming programme. Well, on this week's show, we'll have more good news this week with the reopening of Marks, and indeed, we'll also hear about the success of new online systems from buyers from CEO of Cork Marks, Sean O'Sullivan. Plus, we also hear of the reopening of the country markets in Watford again this week. We will have details of Enterprise Ireland's 2020 Innovation Arena Awards for the agri farming sector, with the annual awards now moving to online this year as a result of COVID 19. Plus, we hear about the fantastic success story of Glanby Ireland. Pink Bale fundraising initiative in aid of Breast Cancer Ireland. Farm View with Kieran O'Connor on WLR. With GlanviaConnect.com, Ireland's biggest online farming shop and more. Well, on Monday last, there was great excitement in the West Warford area with the opening, reopening of Dungarvan Martin. One man who was very happy indeed is the CEO of Cork Marts. Of course, Dungarvan is part of the Cork Mart groups, and that's Sean O'Sullivan. Sean, welcome back to our programme, and great to see business return to some bit of normality again, Sean. Thank you, Kieran. I think the last time I was talking to you and to your listeners, I think we were in the throes of, of uh, pre-COVID lockdown, and, uh, you know, everyone was under a lot of pressure, a lot of stress, there was a lot of uncertainty, but was a lot has changed in the space of uh, nearly al- almost three months at this stage and it is good to be back we were back in business in Dungavan last Monday we were delighted to have some buyers back uh, in the ring albeit a limited number as per the I suppose guidelines that we have to adhere to Uh, we have a strict standard operating procedure agreed with the Department of Agriculture which limits the number of buyers physically in our rings to 30 in the case of the Dungavan main ring so you know maybe we cannot accommodate everyone on the day at the same time but look I know Joe and his staff there did their very best to facilitate as many people as possible and ensure right. that there was uh, 30 buyers in the ring at all. Sean, obviously there's a lot of protocol, physical distancing, but as regards the um, Monday last, how well did it work, number of buyers indeed online? It worked well. Um, I suppose during the, the shutdown, um, when we didn't have buyers in the ring, we, along with a lot of other marts in the country, introduced online buying. We have an online uh, selling platform and that has worked very well during the shutdown, whereby we were still able to sell cattle and, and buyers were able to bid remotely and right. buy them uh, and they went through the ring in the normal way without buyers present. Now we're at operating what is known as the dual bidding system. So for example, uh, just some interesting uh, figures from our sale in Dungavan last Monday. Uh, 140 lots went through the sales ring. We had 30 bidders physically present in the ring, bidding from the floor as we call it. And we had an additional 23 bidders online. So that was a total of 53 bidders, even though we had only 30 in the ring. So that is something we couldn't achieve mm. without the online Fantastic. option. Interestingly, of that 140 lots, actually 46 lots were sold to online buyers. Mm. And uh, 
the balance of 94 lots were sold to, to people who bid in the ring. So that was an interesting, about one third, two thirds. So I think it's it's a new feature of our business and I think it's one that's here to stay. I was just going to say that because obviously uh, the people who are online are not necessarily from the immediate catchment area, kind of a 30, 40 mile radius, which really gives the seller a great chance. How well is it working with farmers coming, dropping the animals and leaving? Or is there a problem there? Or uh, is that working well? Are farmers adjusted well, to that? Sellers adjusted? I suppose it is something that sellers have had to adjust to. Now, we, we had that system prior to closure, prior to closing on the 24th of March. We had operated that for the three or four weeks in March, whereby sellers were, uh, we operated a drop-and-go system. Now, we're continuing that, but they have the added benefit of being able to watch their cattle selling online. And with the, plat- the online platform that we're using in Dungav and Corn and Care, it's called Livestock Live. It's an app that users can download on their smartphone, very easy to follow. And there actually is an option for the seller to give his consent online on the phone as soon as the stock are sold. Brilliant. And I think that, that is yeah. a great feature that more and more sellers will be trying to promote that with more and more sellers. One of the issues that we've heard over the years is that, you know, it takes a lot of time in the market to do business and sellers mm. uh, who are, you know, pressed for time, particularly I suppose in, the, in, in dairy farming at particular times of the year, they don't have time to go to the market. They now have the option of watching their stock selling remotely and giving their consent as if they were standing physically next Brilliant. to the auctioneer. Brilliant. I think that is something we'll see a lot more of in, in, in the months. So once again ahead. it's Livestock Live and guys should really get onto the, the web and as you say it works so well for the first Monday and of course you're also involved in Formoyer Corn Mart on Tuesdays and on Wednesdays in Care. Well Sean I'm delighted it worked so well we'll keep in touch with you and we'll do an update in every few weeks on how well the, it's actually running but I think well done to you and all involved great to see the marts open and great to see the online option. Sean O'Sullivan Thank CEO of Corn Mart Sean thanks for talking to us. Well, on last week's program and the last two weeks' program, we've been covering how farmers' markets are back both in the city and county. And, of course, this week with the marts back as well. But one event that's back again, and we're delighted to hear that it's back, is the Warford Country Markets in St. Olaf's Hall. And joining us on the line is a very happy vice chairman, and that's Chris Hilliard. Chris, welcome back to our program. Thank you, Kieran. It's good to talk to you again. Uh, Chris, it's been a while since I was on with you, but it's lovely to come back to you. Thanks, Kieran. Chris, you must be thrilled to have the country markets back. Like everyone else, the lockdown, everyone uh, did their bit in Warford and really fantastic results as regards what what we've done in Warford. But to be back in the country markets, what does it mean to you? Uh, sure, it's terrific to be back. Just uh, agree with what you said there, that everybody has played their part in Waterford and done a great job. We closed the market on the 13th of March. It's been very strange ever since, not going in on a Friday. But thankfully, we're back now again. Uh, we'll be there every Friday now, from for the moment, from 9 until 1. We're looking for forward to welcoming back all our old and regular members and uh, our regular customers and we hope we'll see lots of new ones for all our local produce. You mentioned 9 to 1, so a slight change in opening hours, but 9 to 1, it's a good four-hour spell every Friday morning. 9 to 1, we we feel that uh, we just don't want to be there for too long uh, with social distancing and and the restrictions that are there. So yes, we have 9 to 1 for the time being. Chris, for you reopening, what was involved as regards, as you mentioned it there, social distancing and uh, real protocol, uh, what has been involved for you? What changes will you have in St. Olaf's Hall? Well, we're making a difference in that we'll... uh we're fortunate that we can come in the usual, the main entrance, and we'll go straight through the hall and out at the back door. Okay. Uh, and a one-way the system. Old Olaf, the old St. Olaf Cemetery there, and we can uh, let people go out that direction. So we're doing a one-way system. And, of course, we'll have hand sanitizers and, and be encouraging people to wear face masks or gloves if they feel they'd like to. 
Well done. As regards the range of products, obviously you have a fantastic range on a Friday morning. You might outline to our listeners, to, to your customers who are well aware, but obviously a lot of new customers, hopefully, that, that, that might venture down to the country markets on a Friday morning. What will be, be for yeah, on well, offer? Well, the great, the great thing here is that everything is local, and one of the mottos of country markets is you bake it, you make it, or you grow it. I like it. In other words, we don't buy, we don't buy in stuff to sell. We have baking cakes and buns and scones and all, all full range of home baking. This time of year, of course, there'll be a good range of locally produced vegetables, vegetables in season. And uh, the fact that uh, we haven't been selling for the last couple of months, things will be bigger than expected. So you can look forward to find big heads of lettuce, find big carrots and lovely Beautiful. strawberries. I can imagine. Eggs, of course, uh, from our local producers. Again, uh, farm-produced eggs, locally produced. No uh, no air miles involved right, in, yeah. in our products. And I'm sure... And, and of course... Yes, sorry. Uh, we, ha- we have jams and marmalades and preserves. And then on the other end of the business, there's the craft end of it. Right. Uh, we, we'll have, we have homemade soap, which is environmentally friendly made. We have jewellery and uh, there'll be embroidery. Now, I just say and for our regular customers that one or two of our suppliers or our members have decided they're not ready to come back yet. Okay. So there may be a couple of things that people are used to seeing that may not be there on Friday or on Fridays in the future. I but, can imagine. Uh, hopefully right. they'll be back shortly. And I can imagine I suppose flowers as well. You always had a great selection of flowers and with the brilliant weather we've had uh, and we had uh, Rayon from, from uh, Mount Congreve last week. Definitely flowers I'm sure literally in full bloom and great colour and you always had a great selection there on a Friday morning. Uh, absolutely Kieran. I forgot to mention that. You're dead right Jess. Sweet pea has been fantastic this year. With the heat it's really done well and lots of other flowers great value and uh, looking lovely Well Chris you must be great sense of excitement about reopening and indeed uh, I'm sure all your members and the producers and as you say I, I like your slogan bake it make it and grow it and definitely you have all of that on offer every Friday morning in the Waffle Country Markets in St. Olaf Hall Chris Hillard Vice Chairman of Waffle right. Country Markets Chris thanks for taking our call and the very best of luck and let's hope it'll go from strength to strength Kieran can I just add in one other thing there that uh, we have modernised slightly we have a card machine for anybody that does not to handle cash. Oh, great, great. And also, also, you can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Waterford Country Market, and we're on email at waterfordcountrymarket at gmail.com. Well done, waterfordcountrymarket at gmail.com. Well, listen, Chris, you're doing a great job there, and let's hope, and I know the local people will support, but now it's the time of supporting local, and my God, it doesn't get more local than the country markets. When you bake it, you make it, and you grow it. Chris, thanks for taking our call. Best of luck for the remaining of, of the season. Thank you very much, Kieran. It's, it's great to get the opportunity to talk to you and we're looking forward to welcoming everybody in on Friday. Thanks, Kieran. All the best, Chris. Thank you. Farm View with Kieran O'Connor on WLR. With GlanbeaConnect.com. Thousands of products in the palm of your hand. Well, one of the highlights every year, of course, at the National Ploughing Championships over the past 10 years, would you believe, has been the Innovation Arena, fantastic arena. And each year that, that I visited over the last 10 years, I got some fantastic interviews of very up-and-coming budding entrepreneurs, both young and indeed established companies indeed. Well, this year, obviously, there's no National Ploughing, but the, the good news is there is going to be an Enterprise Arena Award scheme again with a cash prize fund of €10,000. Tell us all about this new innovation, of course, going to be online this year, is James Maloney of Enterprise Ireland who coordinate these awards with the National Ploughing. James, welcome to our programme. Thanks very much for having me. Uh, 
Kiran. Yeah, slightly different times, Kiran, from the last national ploughing championships. Uh, we won't have ice cream and blue skies uh, in September at the awards. But was what what we were trying to do is keep the momentum going for the last ten years. Like it is, it is ten years of uh, the innovation arena this year, and uh, we're innovating ourselves to do it a little bit different. We've seen great resilience in the in the agri community, and even with the enterprise learning companies, to keep the doors open and keep production moving and keep the food on the table. So what we're trying to do is. Uh, give a launch pad for these companies that haven't right. been working on new ideas give them a platform to demonstrate them in uh, in September what really impressed me over the years was some of the larger companies who would be innovating with new uh, latest technologies but also young guys for the very first time had an idea in their hand brought it to fruition and then displayed it at the National Ploughing so um, it was really a win-win for both the large and indeed the budding entrepreneur and the experienced companies as well and large yeah absolutely like we we see it like we had our younger youngest was kind of participants over the years we've had Jack Nagel with a tractor safe lock device which came as you say his granddad was in a, an accident on a farm where the, the handbrake wasn't engaged and rolled away as the tractor now we didn't there was no real injury but he invented a device that could automatically put on the handbrake and we had Neil Kyo from Flash Records last year 16 years old as well and has already met the, the CEO of Apple and developed an app for farm accounts so mm. it's great to see these minds working so quickly uh, and solving problems you know, them, themselves, not waiting for anyone else to do it. It's a good soundbiter, a good uh, a beacon of opportunity for this for this sector to know that that talent is there. And indeed, within the sector, of course, you have dairy, dry stock, horticulture, te- iCloud information, uh, technology, software, animal health, genetics, farm safety, of course, which I'm a, a big fan of. I, I think we cannot promote that yeah. enough, indeed, farm management, and really a, a wide plethora of areas within the sectors of the agri-food industry. You're right, it encompasses so much, like, there's, it's such a big wide uh, kind of net that it's all over the uh, the industry and and what we're seeing with the, with the industry at the moment starting to digitize that a little bit more like farmers are are, are looking for the, the sensors and and the IT and the traditional farmer are working together and now they're getting the data and the collection of information and I say this is the way it's going to have to go as, as we face into you know, we have to use our, our fertilizers and our pesticides in uh, more efficient ways. We can see what's happening. If there's a big green agenda moving on. And I think innovation and technology has a huge role to play in that. Mm. And of course, waste management environment, as you mentioned, we've seen with the shoe trail, with the actual spreading a slurry, what guys can do. As regards, obviously, within COVID-19, and already earlier in the program, we had Sean O'Sullivan, CEO of Cork Marts, on about how they've adapted. So obviously, COVID-19 might, might give opportunities as well for guys to come up with very practical... Um, appliances that that can help in the future yeah and it's amazing like we've we've all turned on to zoom and skype and microsoft teams overnight and it's it's shown great flexibility across the agri-community and across the industry and how people have kind of worked together to to get through it i mean great sense of of teamwork and you're right like the traditional mart uh, we've seen a number of uh, platforms come through with uh, mart bidding opportunities for the guys can actually bid on the animals live now uh, mm. without going to the mart. Correct. And we're, we're seeing that we're seeing that coming through in some of the farm machinery auctions as well. That where there's viewing over a kind of a social distance viewing, and you put your bids online. And the, the thing about this is the, the, these technologies have been available in other sectors, but it's now trying to integrate them right. and solve the problems for, for ourselves. And uh, I think I think once it's a definitely a, a COVID a crisis does bring opportunities, and that is an fine example of one like you know I'm delighted as well that for going online of course it means guys will still get huge publicity of this uh, obviously they'll be automatically eligible to exhibit the 2020 winners enclosure section and that so if I have if I have some item to be 
entered for the competition online you'll be able to give it good publicity and obviously the National Ploughing Championships the actual ploughing itself is going to take place this year without the whole trade fair but of course uh, and I think you're going to still keep up the link as the ploughing has been a great uh, promoting vehicle for you over the year I'm delighted to see that you're staying in touch with Anna May and Marie in the National Ploughing as regards this year's awards Oh yeah she, she's very much staying on, on, on the button with this uh, she's a strong in, interest in innovation her, herself at the focal point of the, of the ploughing you're right Kieran like we're not like we we will we will keep the link there because uh, initially like if Enterprise Ireland has only been involved with this for seven years but it was the NPA and actually Fiona Deegan and um, Kenny Leo along with Alfie Cox from Carlo that started all this moving before we got involved like Enterprise Ireland saw the opportunity in this for the for the sector and for the agri technology and the, our agri engineering sectors and and the, the sheer mass and volume of people that you, that visited the ploughing now we're not going to get that three hundred thousand people uh, this year but what we're hoping to do is to use the likes of yourselves to talk about the innovation uh, put it on the website and do as much social media and video footage of the participants as we can so we don't know what we were going to present the awards but we will still keep the awards uh, announcement on until the first day of the ploughing uh, but we might the winners might have to keep quiet for a while because we might be doing a little bit of video okay. work and interviews with them beforehand so well, obviously, as you have say, yeah, we'll have to adapt as you go along and definitely hopefully by September that a lot of things might have changed anyway so hopefully for the better as regards entering a lot of guys listening to us a lot of people with budding IDs budding entrepreneurs as well as the established companies how can they enter and what's the time frame and when is closing date it's open now Karen. we opened the competition on the, on the 3rd of June and it will close uh, on the 10th of July and you can apply for it online at uh, www.innovationarena.ie if you put that into any Google search bar it'll, it'll, it'll bring it up for you and also there's links from the National Ploughing site or from our own site uh, as well to, to come across to the, to the application so innovationarena.ie and that's the one to go to and indeed of course that's the one to go to correct and of course the most groundbreaking really technology and amazing cutting edge ideas over the last number of years have come from this and let's hope this year will be no exception and hopefully within the whole COVID-19 there might be some very interesting suggestions and as finally just to clarify again as regards the um, the prize fund it's a total of 10,000 but is there five for each best startup and uh, best overall is that the breakdown yeah the, the, the way we're doing the prizes this year is where we have two checks to write and one is for the best startup who will receive a cash prize of 5000 and then for the overall winner of the best innovation across all the all the categories you mentioned earlier on Karen, they will also receive a cash prize of 5000 euro Well James listen I'm delighted that you're going ahead and well done to you and the Enterprise Ireland and of course the National Ploughing for staying involved in this difficult time Enterprise Ireland's Innovation Arena Wars 2020 for more information you get on to innovationarena.ie James Maloney James thanks for talking to us best to look and keep us posted and we'll keep our updating our listeners as we go along throughout the summer. Thanks a million, James. Well, with COVID-19 very much to the focal point of everybody in Ireland at present, of course, the whole area of cancer, indeed breast cancer, differently hasn't gone away. And with that in mind, Glanby Ireland once again have announced its Pink Bale fundraising initiative. And to tell us all about this initiative, which has been such a huge success, is Grace O'Dwyer. She's Glanby Ireland's retail marketing manager. Grace, welcome to our programme. Hi, Kieran. Thanks very much for having me. Grace, this Pink Bale fundraising initiative has been a fantastic success over the years, a great buy-in by the farmers, indeed by Glanby. You might outline the background of this and why 
they've decided to go with it again this year. Yeah, so Karen, I suppose breast cancer is something that, um, as an organisation, I think is very close to our hearts and it's really united us as an organisation for both Glambia Ireland and also the wider Glambia group. As you know, Glambia Ireland is very much a community organisation and we're in communities, I suppose, right across the country through our branch network and also through the, the vital services that we provide to the farming community. Um, and breast cancer is something that affects every community across Ireland. So I suppose in that respect, we feel it's a very worthy cause for us to get involved with and something that we know that also our farmers and our customers feel passionately about. We've been involved with this Pink Sales initiative since 2016 and I'm happy to report in conjunction with our farmers, we've raised over €40,000. So I think that that's something to be very proud of. Um, and if you take that €40,000, that represents 15,000 pink bales since 2016. So very much not just about the funds here and I think it's also about the awareness that we're bringing and I suppose when you think about those pink bales lighting up the countryside um, it does create a talkability and a conversation mm. around breast cancer which I think is really important. And definitely I've been at the presentation at the ploughing over the past number of years and the, the representatives of Breast Cancer of Ireland are so appreciative. Mm. Not alone of the handing mm. over the cheque but as you say this whole visualisation and the promotion of the pink bale and farmers have really bought into it because people worried initially would farmers buy into it my god have they bought into it in their thousands and I think we have to be really thankful of that Kieran, because you know we're just really providing the service but it's the farmers that are coming in or going online and purchasing the pink bales and you know doing the work with their contractors and not to, to have the pink bales light up the country and I think it's really important actually now more than ever we're hearing from our association with Breast Cancer Ireland that the numbers of people presenting with breast cancer are down at the moment because of COVID-19 I suppose people just aren't comfortable maybe you know going forward but it is still really important breast cancer has not gone away and we can't I suppose we have to be careful in that respect and we have to continue to try and drive awareness and talkability around it so okay. I suppose we're hopeful that this year now more than ever um, that those pink bales across the countryside will help Breast Cancer Ireland in their quest on, on achieving that. It's a very simple protocol really once you purchase your pink bale you're contributing to the overall fund and as you say over 40,000 raised over the last number of years. Of course the pink bale initiative isn't the only thing Glambia Ireland indeed Glambia is a group has been involved and raised some serious funds within the company itself uh, over the last number of years for Breast Cancer Ireland. As I said at the start, it's supporting Breast Cancer Ireland is really something that's united the organisation. Right from you know our colleagues in Glambia Group, they've been running the Great Pink Run, both in Ireland and in the States, and have raised amazing funds for that. And within Glambia Ireland, our staff every year get involved in what we call a Two Peaks Challenge, where about 100 employees head down to Kerry um, over, and over the course of two days take on Two Peaks, and we also have another initiative called Cycle 300 um, where um, over two days again over 300 kilometres are cycled and about 70 employees got involved in that last year. So when you add all of that together in 2019 alone there was 100,000, almost 100,000 euros raised for Breast Cancer Ireland so um, I, I suppose that's something that we're really proud of and really I suppose thankful to farmers and our communities for supporting us in. Super, fantastic audience. So once again to remind our listeners it's obviously available at all agri branches and, and Lambay Country Live Stores and I suppose for more information glambiaconnect.com would that be the best route? Yes, yeah or so as you said available in all 52 of our branches but also available online through Glambia Connect Kieran so anybody right across the country can go online or into their local branch within, within Waterford if they want so lots of options there. Grace O'Dwyer Glambia Ireland's Retail Marketing Manager Grace, listen to you and all involved in Glambia Ireland indeed Glambia's group well done and congrats on the fantastic money you've raised in the past I'm sure this year the farmers won't be found wanting for your Pink Bale fundraising initiative Grace, thanks for talking to us we talk to you in the near future. Thank you very much, Karen. Well, before I go, a reminder of the farmer markets, indeed country markets, right across the city and county. This Saturday and every Saturday morning, we've walked
Crawford Farmers Market, John Roberts Square. Also on Saturday morning, of course, we have the Strawberry Markets now also trading outdoors. While on Thursday mornings, we've done Garvin Farmers Market every Thursday morning in Grattan Square. While on Friday mornings, we've offered Country Markets in St. Olaf's Hall running from 9 until 1. And for horse lovers, don't forget the Beachfield Sport Horses and Pony Summer Leagues are up and running every Thursday and Saturday. Competitions from 70 centimetres right up to 120. Start time on Thursday is 5pm, while on Saturday mornings it's 10 o'clock every Saturday morning. For more information, you can look up the Facebook of Beachfield Performance Horses. Well, that's it for this week's programme. Once again, my thanks to Ollie and Sean for all their help in putting this week's programme together. So for myself, Kieran O'Connor's goodbye for now. Stay safe and I'll talk to you same time next week. Farm View with Kieran O'Connor on WLR. With GlanbiaConnect.com. Thousands of products in the palm of your hand. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.